Welcome to the seventh episode of Profs Radio, the show to A-star your business by learning from entrepreneurs on experience how to solve problems. I'm your host, Peter Martin, director of Profs.biz, the only digital company to run your business easier, quicker, and cheaper. Today, we have Brian from The Web Guys. Good morning, Brian. Do you want to say hi to the listeners and tell them about what you do? Morning, Peter. Yeah, as, uh, as you just said, I'm uh, one of the owners of, of The Web Guys, and uh, we do high-end websites for £30 a month. So, yeah, I suppose that's going to be explained a bit better to to make people think, oh, my God, how can you do that? But it, it's really true. We, we, we supply our customers high-end stuff for, on a subscription-based uh, model. Excellent. You were telling me quite a lot there about how you do that. I think you're saying there were like five to six thousand uh, pound websites. You, you put in a lot of uh, marketing uh, features in there as well and things like that. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. We uh, we we use WordPress and and template layouts as a starting mm-hmm. point, and then and then together with the customers, we we customize it so it becomes a truly bespoke product, and we give them everything they need to run alongside with it. You know, domains hosting emails, uh, SSL certificates and, and all that kind of stuff, CRM system, project management, and then we train them how to use it so they can get you know, the best out of what they actually have because most people don't really know how to operate their websites proper. So we put in a lot of time and effort in making sure that they actually know how to, to get the best out of it you know, in terms of blogs and SEO and social media. I like that you, you seem to have carved a niche uh, in the middle. So rather than either going to one end where you pay thousands of dollars or pounds for a website or the other end where you pay a monthly hosting and try and build it yourself, you're kind of in that yeah. middle space there that's not really been touched before. So Absolutely. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Ah, excellent. And can you tell us a little bit about your journey and where you, got, where you are today? I mean, you told me a little bit as well about your beginning of journey, uh, where you started Just Eat uh, with your brother. Could you go through your journey with us? Yeah, so uh, again, um, my journey starts in the mid-90s, early to mid-90s, you know, and doing stuff with my my older, much, much clever brother, who was a, who was a programmer, and uh, built a lot of stuff, as she said there, just in the beginning, and did lots of stuff with dating sites and online newspapers and all that kind of stuff until a, an opportunity came for me to, to move away from Denmark and come to the UK. Came to the UK in, in 2000 and uh, spent a bit of time up in, in Scotland doing various bits and beats up, pieces up there, sort of to do with the aviation industry. Uh, you can read all of this on my LinkedIn profile, by the way, if you get bored by listening to me. Uh, <laughs> no, lots of stuff up there. Got involved with a lot of risky distilleries, sort of from a website point of view, and uh, came down, moved into Lincolnshire in 2005 and set up a a business there doing uh, bespoke uh, developing. I did a lot of work for the home group uh, who owns Argos and Homebase and those people then did online systems for them, enabled them to disperse of redundant stock problems and that kind of stuff. So uh, basically a complicated e-commerce, yeah, uh, with stock control management and that kind of stuff. And uh, I met uh, my current business partner, John, when we did that and we set up an agency called Metonym. It was a, a traditional web design agency where we did everything from bespoke projects of word uh, websites and software and print and all that kind of design stuff that normal agency do and then in uh, 2016 we, we we changed that and turned it into to the web guys so we've sort of changed our model along the way over the last 20 25 years to sort of fit where the market goes next 
which is probably why we've managed to stay alive in the industry for 25 years, which you probably won't find many web agencies out there who are 25 years old, but we've actually managed to stay alive and doing really well over the course of the 25 years by being innovated much more than just a service supplier. So, it's quite crucial that way you do have to constantly analyze where the market is uh, and then and innovate and, and adapt to do that. And it seems you've done that quite well with, with the service that you're offering today. But like you were talking there about the, the nights and all that stuff, when websites first came along, people were just literally just sticking up brochure sites, where uh, as now it's a whole part of that sales process, isn't it? And it's oh, it's all- nice. Yeah. Part of the 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 back end systems are all integrated, and and so they they've come a long way. And, and you're right, if you don't innovate and, and change your thinking, it, it, you're just going to be left behind. In the last twenty five years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're just going to get left behind because you know I'm a lot older than you, so there's always going to be some young, really clever people out there who's going to come up with something really, really quite hot. And as soon as they put it out there, the world just goes crazy. They look at what happened with Facebook, you know, and all that kind of stuff, and. And the next thing will come, you know, that will leave everything else behind. And you just got to try and, and sort of keep as close to that as you can. Otherwise, especially for people in our industry, if you don't, you're just going to end up nowhere. That's a good example there with Facebook because you, along with me, you'll probably remember MySpace. And I remember thinking, oh. I'm never switching from MySpace to Facebook. <laughs> yes. Uh, now I don't even install it. I can't remember the last time I logged on to it, really. Uh, is, is it still alive? I know that, was it? Justin. I think it does music things now. I, I don't know. But <laughs> MySpace Tom, the first ever friend everybody had. <laughs> yeah. um, so you've, you've obviously been in, involved in lots of ventures there, uh, some quite big projects that are well known, uh, the Just Eat that we've touched on, and, and some other things. As we know, business presents many challenges. Is there a challenge you have come across in business that you can share with all of the profs listening? Yeah, there's. Uh, Lots and lots. It's, you know, when you own businesses, you, you come against challenges almost daily, don't you? It's sort of yeah. hard to sort of keep ahead of it. Uh, one of the biggest challenges we sort of faced was when we had our agency method and was the, when we were full service agency, was that we found ourselves using loads and different kinds of software. So, so we would use one set of software to manage our customers and suppliers, or CRM. We used another piece of software to manage our project and we used a third one to manage our finances we've always had this feeling that because we're sort of an online company we should really have online systems helping us manage our business we never really like papers and spreadsheets and all that kind of stuff so so we ended up subscribing to a lot of these uh, high-rise harvest and shades you know and all these kinds of horrible pieces of software and the biggest problem we found was that none of them actually communicated with each other even software is made by the same suppliers you know harvest and high rise <laughs> yeah could not even communicate so you had to manually transfer data from one program to the other which to us seemed like absolute madness and we were paying out hundreds and hundreds of pounds for these software so so we basically just decided that you know we can't be doing that and we created our own so we created what we now call toolbox which is a a crm system a project management task management and finance management system all in one under one roof so you didn't have to transfer data from one to the other and you know because you know what happens when you move data from one place to another mistakes happens yeah especially when it comes to the finance bit yeah so um so we just created our own in-house 
called a toolbox and then that's what we now give to all our customers so they don't have to subscribe to all these different kinds of products that doesn't even communicate even if they're built by the same people type thing so that's a good point there i mean if, if software is not making your life easier if it's not running quicker it's costing you too much money what is the point exactly. you might as well go back to the dinosaur age and use yes. paper and now um, these days there's no excuse with apis is there really no there's not there really isn't but even today, you know, it, it's, it's hard for a lot of these uh, pieces of, of software that will supply for you, even for them to communicate in this day and age, because as you say, <laughs> there's no excuse, but they, they just don't. And if they do, they do it quite poorly. So, um, so, you, so you've built two box. That sounds like a very interesting thing. It's very similar to an ERP, it sounds. Um, yeah. and, and is that built in WordPress? Do you, no, no, that no, 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 no. That's a completely bespoke system built in Python. Right, okay. So. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, before we find out how you resolved your issue, I'd just like to take a minute to let the listeners know of our community, Entrepreneur Profs, where you can meet other entrepreneurs and learn from them, as well as find the tools we recommend. Just go to entrepreneurprofs.biz, where you can also join our free Facebook group, Entrepreneur Profs. So you touched on there about obviously you subscribe to all this software and it's quite easy to do. I mean, you, you, you've mentioned you're a bit of a geek like me and, and whenever there's something shiny and new, want to get our hands on it, play around with it. And obviously they give all the promises about how it's going to make life easier. You're going to, on the investment, you're going to generate more money, save all time. How did you go about resolving that challenge of obviously wanting to have all those systems in place? Um, but having that integrated uh, kind of system? Was it, was it your own system that maybe you've used or was there another tool or piece of software that you have used to? We struggled along with, with the systems that we were using for, for quite a while, perhaps a year or so. And uh, mm -hmm. we, we just made sort of, um, we just made the decision we really to make the investment into our business and, and create our own system. So mm -hmm. we, we basically just sat down, locked ourselves into a room and, and just painted the walls with pieces of paper with, with you know, diagrams and flow charts and all sorts of things. And we just, we just bit the bullet and said, listen, we, we got to do this and, and, and make that investment into our business and actually just, you know, hired a, a, a developer just for that one job and, and just spent the next six months just developing the, the, the system for ourselves. And, and we just, you know, you know took the, the cost of that and, and, and did it. Um, so we, we were in a fortunate position where obviously because we're in the industry that we we had the resources quite close at hands from development point of view and we just made the decision that we were going to make the financial investment into it and you know and, and are still reaping the rewards from that today we did that back in 2009 2010 excuse mm -hmm. me <coughs> and we, we're still benefiting from it benefiting from it from this day on you know and we're now even giving it to all our customers for them to use as well so it's um it's proven a big benefit of having your own system is uh, as you were talking before about innovation and changing as your business changes uh you can just switch the system you don't have to rely on a big corporation no, uh, with your own system absolutely was, it's an ongoing cost as well don't 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 discount that you know obviously course, yeah. Because it's it's not free to have these things and run them, but as you say, the benefit is is that 
every time we make a change to our business, we can change our own system to fit into it accordingly. You know, and, and then every time we make those changes, all our customers benefit from it at the same time. So it looks really good from the outside as well, because every time we make an upgrade to our system, we can tell all our customers, hey, listen, we just made this great upgrade to the system. Now you can use that as well. Yeah. So I feel like it benefits everyone. It's very good when the software fits into the business rather than having to change a business to try and fit into this out-of-the-box yes. out piece Absolutely. of software because there's nothing yeah. worse than software no. and businesses that just aren't really that, that no. compatible. Uh, you know, and unless you do what we did, you're never going to find that, are you? So it's, you know, it's, there are no systems out there that are customised just for you unless you make a, a very large yeah. investment. So we're quite you, you can customize some software, can't you? Like open source and that. But yeah, you, yeah. You, you are looking at huge investments for, for you are. That sort of thing, yeah. yeah. Um, so, what would be your top tip for someone uh, just getting started with websites? Um, pictures. Cannot stress enough how important pictures are. Uh, never ever be afraid of taking pictures. Um, even if it's just with your phone, you know, more pictures are better than fewer pictures. I can't stress enough how big a different imagery makes on pictures. Um, it's one of the biggest things we say to all of our new customers is that because our customers only pays us 30 pounds a month, which, which basically means if they don't have pictures, they can afford to hire photographers and pay them a hundred pounds for them. I, it's it's the main thing for everyone to think about when they want to set up a website please make sure you have some fantastic pictures that shows what it is you do as a business you know if if you're the person if you're a coach if you are the business then you have to take pictures of you some really high-end pictures of you if you're providing a service if you're a plumber or an electrician have some pictures taken of you doing your trade you know it it, it makes such a difference it makes it takes an ordinary looking website from from that into looking like a really high end website if you have some really really good pictures it makes all the difference people want to relate as well now to businesses don't they they don't just want to click a button and have it have it done the the, the, the like you were saying uh, earlier before before we started not everything is always hugely original but the, that's how you differentiate yourself is how you connect with your customers. People yes. want to do business with people that they like and trust, and they're not going to do that with just a, a bland screen. No. Uh, they won't be able to see who who the person is behind the screen, shall we say? Absolutely. People people are so used to knowing everything about everyone these days, you know, because of Facebook and Instagram and all these things. Mm -hmm. I say to everyone, you know, never be afraid of putting yourself on your website because people just want to see you and relate to you. Yeah. So, but make sure it's a good picture. Yeah. <laughs> Not your Friday night down the pub. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And lastly, what is your favorite piece of software or tool that you would most recommend? Um, well, obviously my toolbox system, but other than that, Stripe. I love Stripe. Stripe is such a fantastic tool that for any business out there, because you big well the biggest thing in business is that you need to take payment. It doesn't matter what you do; you got to get paid from the customer. And Stripe is just such a tool that 
it would just fit into any business taking payment, regardless of what you're doing, whether it's on a website or just taking, you know, payment on the spot if you're cleaning people's windows. You know, you can just have the app on your phone. It is such a fantastic tool. The biggest thing for me about Stripe is the fact it's a, it's a system that's built by programmers for programmers. So uh, the API is so powerful that it just works with everything. So if you're a business out there and you don't have Stripe, get Stripe. It's brilliant. We use Stripe for, for all of our payments as well. Uh, one, because there was one that was probably slightly cheaper and was still good at integrating, but it didn't do as many countries, whereas Stripe, it, it does cover a vast amount of, of countries. And it's a lot cheaper than, let's yeah. say, the leading brand. I think we know who we're talking about that oh, people default to. But actually, Stripe's a lot cheaper and, like I said, a lot more powerful because of the, oh, the yeah. stuff that it can integrate with. Um, it's integrated to all our yeah. websites and, and systems. I think um, we started using it in 2009, 2010. And I think in, in those nine, ten years, I think I've ever only ever experienced one card. Because our, our customers are global. We've got customers all over the world. And I think I've only ever seen one card it wouldn't accept in all them years. Yeah, wow, so. that's pretty good going. Yeah, it is. It's 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 tremendous. It really is tremendous. I like now as well that it, you can only use it on the website if they force the SSL so that people actually yes, know that it is secure. And then that's a nice little feature that they've yeah. kind of done there. Um, uh, before you do go... Oh, sorry. Sorry, say again? Oh, I thought you were saying something there. Sorry. Before you go, uh, how can people connect with you? And is there anybody that you would recommend we interview for this podcast? Yeah, please feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, obviously, we've got the web guys on Twitter. We've got the web guys on Facebook and Instagram. So, you know, hook me up uh, in all them places and, and say hi. You know, I'm, I'm happy to have a chat uh, chat with anyone. You know, it's, uh, you are only as strong as the people you know. So, uh you know, Very and uh, a good guy for you to move on to. It's uh, I got to recommend a guy called Ben, uh, Ben Wright from a company called I Want Fish and Chips. Um, it's oh, nothing what? to do with food. He's a social media uh, company and uh, he actually does all my marketing for me. And uh, he's an absolutely brilliant guy. He's very different, does things in a very different way, which is great in, in this space because you need to do something to stand out a little bit. And, and he's Great. very very good at making you stand out against uh, against the rest so uh, have a chat with Ben I'm sure he'll uh, enjoy having a chat with you I love the business name there I do like yes. fishing yes and he does look like a guy he's a rugby guy so he looks like he eats a lot of them but <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. thank you so much for coming onto this podcast it's been really interesting hearing about your story uh, and what you do so really appreciate your time uh, remember listeners to check out our community and facebook group go and a star your business today